Thanks for tuning in to Tax Strategy Digest, where we explore the fascinating world of finance. Join us as we dive into the stories, insights, and experiences of experts, thought leaders, and everyday people who are making a difference in this field. Through engaging conversations and thought-provoking discussions, we'll take a deep dive into the latest research, trends, and innovations shaping finance. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn something new on this journey here with us. Welcome to this episode of Tax Strategy Digest. Today, our guest is Eli Bader. Eli is a marketing and real estate guru that has helped others find success in the field by making marketing simpler. Eli, thanks so much for joining me on the episode today. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, Eli, go ahead. Uh, We've talked a lot in the past. I want everyone else to hear a little bit about your background. What's your story? Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share. Um, So I'm an immigrant, came to the country 2003, you know, and really have a different perspective on things. Um, Come really bred to work hard, right? Make something of ourselves in this country. But I also find myself to be on the lazy side of things. So I like to work hard and smart. So I don't have to work too hard, I I suppose. So um, a lot of, you know, so I went into real estate last eight years, uh, helped over 150 families. find homes, investors, buyers, sellers, you name it. And I find myself being an insider in other industries, specifically in real estate, mortgage, and life insurance. And as I got to know more people there, I realized they're working very, very hard, right? These salespeople are building their businesses, building their livelihoods. And I was one of them for a very long time and realized just how difficult it is to put all this bright systems, approaches, right? Processes in place. So I started focusing on that, building it for, for me. And uh, over time, I realized that I'm much better at marketing potentially than I am at sales. So I crafted my own system um, really to uh, make sure no opportunities get um, left behind, right? So if you don't miss anything, um, you can make a lot more sales, save yourself time. So I started focusing on that. And before long, I realized I had a real knack for this, real passion. I started helping people um, and a business sprouted out of it. So yeah, that's a little bit of my story, how I got here. Perfect. And what made you originally get into real estate when you uh, came here? And uh, or I see, I think you said you started eight years ago in real estate. Could you talk about kind of why you took that route? Definitely. So, my my parents always promoted the education route. Get a four year degree. So I got my bachelor's. I got my master's. And I realized that the job market wasn't what um, I was told it was going to be. So I was trying to find my my space in the world. And what better place to put your skills where you can get paid based on your value in a marketplace. So I thought that real estate um, is is my home. You know, it almost found me more than I found it. Um, started helping people get into homes, selling homes, talking about taxes, their livelihoods. It was so much fun and I was making good money. So I just felt like it was the perfect fit. Yeah. Awesome. And, and so how are you helping? Let's talk about first off real estate agents um, because that's what we kind of been on that path. We'll stay on it for now. Yeah. How have you been helping them with the marketing? And then maybe after that, let's get into uh, loan officers and then insurance professionals as well that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely expanding into other industries. So real estate to start, right? You are working hard every day. You're making your calls. You got to get your leads, right? Then there's the nurture process. What happens after that? If they're not ready right away, if it's not a sale, right? Most people aren't buying a home right there and then. So what do you do? The average salesperson doesn't have the right process. They may have a CRM. Hope I hope it's not an Excel sheet that they're keeping their business on at this point, right? But the real the reality is they put in their CRM and nothing really happens. They haven't put the time in to automate it, to duplicate their efforts, right? So unless they come back and text, email, or call the client in the next couple of days or weeks, 
nothing's going to happen. So if you only rely on your manual efforts for your results, you'll always have to do that in order to get the results, right? So if we want to replicate results, increase that without increasing our output and work, then we need the right system in place. So this is sort of my approach to business. So again, I like to work smart, not hard. So I would rather spend more time in the field with my clients, giving them value uh, than sitting back, looking for the lead and calling people to help, right? So um, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, definitely. And so for these real estate professionals, you're also offering them a little bit of guidance and you have so much industry insight, right? I mean, you, you've done, you mentioned you've helped over 150 uh, different families get into, you know, their homes, or maybe they were investors, whatever they might've been. Um, what about loan officers? Obviously, as a real estate professional, you've been working with loan officers quite a bit. What has been something that you've really helped the loan officers be able to market their value um, and continue to not lose out on lead flow, things like that? Such a great question. Um, kind of the theme with loan officers is they don't know what value to provide. A lot of times they work at a specific bank and they tell them to, um, you know, sling rates or, or sell specific products, right? And they really just focus on that rather than creating a relationship with a consumer or a partner like a real estate agent and going after whatever they need, right? So if you're a loan officer, help five to 10 real estate agents build their business right? Help them market, help them convert. But if you provide that value, you're going to get reciprocated business and grow your business in turn, right? So it's sometimes just helping loan officers understand their value, how to package it and how to deliver it, right? Because they're all, most of them are very smart, you know, people, they follow the market, they, they know the rates, bonds, all this crazy stuff, but it's really about, that helps them, right? But how does this help the real estate agent? How does this help the consumer? So it's really about shifting how you provide that value in the right way. Perfect. And now what about insurance professionals, right? I know sometimes there's some uh, insurance agents who will go hand in hand with both real estate and uh, mortgage loan officers, right? They they share both licenses or all three licenses, maybe. Um, how have you worked with some of those life insurance professionals to be able to offer them some more uh, opportunities to help others? Absolutely. So life insurance is a killer industry right now. We're about to come up on our um, the biggest wealth transfer in really the history, right? Our baby boomers are retiring. And I think uh, 41 to 45% of the country's wealth is being transferred right now. So life insurance is growing. It's crazy. Um, that being said, um, what value is it that we provide, right? How are you helping people? What are you helping them with, right? And getting in front of the right audience. So imagine if your day was to, <laughs> if you can see those leads who are about to be a sale, right? Who are about to convert and you can spend all your time on those. Wouldn't you rather have that than just kind of chase around um, all the leads in your database, right? So this is what our system really does. It, it increases your sales by saving your time, right? Saving you money and just having you target focus on the people who are going to buy from you, right? But how do we get those people in? We got to go to the right channels. We got to advertise, bring those leads in, interest them, right? By providing value. And then the follow-up comes in. So if you've ever seen a sales pipeline, sort of the top is more of the awareness, the middle is more of the nurture stage and the bottom is the conversions, the sales, right? So a lot of new business owners, especially, they they see someone come in, a new lead and they just attack it. Let's, let's close, let's close, hard closers. It's not always how it works, right? They're just aware. We gotta get them to the nurture stage to consume our content, to consume information, to have a consultation. Only then they can start asking questions, dive deeper and get closer to a sale. So it's it's that process of your client's journey. And so if you don't know that, I will help you understand it and I'll help you design that system appropriately for that. 
Perfect. So then um, that's that's really perfect into my next question. So about your SaaS offerings, right? I, I think maybe one of your biggest uh, offerings, it sounds like to me, is actually creating and building that funnel that's going to um, keep clients engaged and begin that nurture process, begin the information that starts to help them become a, a long-term and, and retained client. Is that pretty accurate? That's exactly what it is. So all, all those concepts that we talked about, now we have to implement this. So that's where we came in. In my Media Titan, we designed a system. So we sell the SaaS software as a service. So you have a CRM. You can upload all your contacts into it. There are a bunch of triggers, tags, workflows, pipelines. When I show off the demo call, how you can just drag you know, the contact from one column to another and all the automations just start happening, it's incredible. People see it and wow, I don't have to do it. I used to do it manually. They immediately think to themselves how much time they're saving and how much more productive they're going to be. So like seeing those smiles on the demo calls is great. No, that's awesome. And so what are some of the common mistakes um, that businesses are currently making right now that you've helped some of them fix and that that's really challenging their, their media, their marketing efforts right now? There are a couple of basic, you know, honestly, is the basics some basic principles like speed to lead. We know that if you reach a new lead within the first three to five minutes, your odds of talking to them are much higher than after the first five minutes, it's almost 0% at that point. Now we need a whole lot more effort, right? Um, that's just one. And um, the follow-up game, most salespeople call one, two times, right? But the average sale happens after 12 reach out attempts. Isn't that crazy? But if you know you can call someone 10 more times and get a sale, you probably would. But what I want to design and help people understand is they don't have to always pick up the phone and call, always pick up their phone and text. This can be done for you. There are a lot of tools out there between automations and AI, and we're sort of working on both, implementing them um, to take this off your plate, right? The reality is the more time you spend in front of your client interfacing, just like we are now, and talking about whatever it is you're selling or helping them with, that's what you need to do, right? So get you more appointments with qualified people instead of chasing those and wasting your time constantly. So it's a time game, an effort game. And I just want to take it all into one system and just empower people to build their businesses better. So I feel like I know the answer to this next question, but I'm still going to ask it. Yeah. How can some of these mistakes be avoided? Because just like you mentioned, the speed to lead is, is a huge um a net gain if you can make sure that you're getting in touch with your clients uh, or, or leads within you know three to five minutes your your success rate is going to absolutely skyrocket so um, how can these mistakes be avoided and how can business owners who are looking to just gain more leads more clients how can they start to enhance themselves in, in their business yeah it's uh breaking down the business understanding right your client's journey what is it we're helping them with what is our value Sometimes getting on calls, it's people don't know, right? They know that I do mortgages. I help people get into a home. Okay. But what do you really do, right? Do you advise them on the process, right? So it, it is pinpointing that and attacking that because someone doesn't want a mortgage. They have a question about how much a house may cost, right? So if you approach it from the right way, there's a different conversation to be had. So really breaking down the business and going back to self-development, I would say is understanding, right? You can work harder, put in more hours, more grind, more manual work, or you can step back, build the right system, design it, have it work for you where you have to step in for the manual tasks that you have to do, right? Especially talking to people. The, the human element is where you have to master it. Everything else I feel like is replicatable, duplicatable, automatable. You can, you can let it go, but that client interaction is 
that's all you have to do all day long in my opinion as a salesperson yeah i'd love to get your opinion on something i saw uh i think it was on linkedin the other day it was a um it was an ad about a new marketing software uh where they actually maybe it's not even a marketing software it's a sales software that it's ai that actually talks and sells for you and now yeah. I haven't done much research into it, but do you think that a there's going to be uh, a new wave of AI making sales for people, or what's your take on it? Do you see that actually becoming a thing in the future, and is it a thing now? It's already a thing, believe it or not. Um, some of the influencers we see online are AI; they're they're made up, and they're getting millions of dollars for this. Uh, sometimes some call centers, Verizon, AT and T, a lot of them are now AI. Um, you're, you're talking to 10 to 20 pages of code of ChatGPT or Bard that tells it how to respond with what tone, with what cadence. It, it is so impressive. Um, it, it can really fool the human eye, you know, and, and the ear you can, um, anyway, so as, as impressed as I am with it, and it's already here to answer your question, uh, we are starting to implement it. It's not easy, right? So we want to make sure that all of our automations are perfected and work wonderfully before introducing AI to it, right? It's hard to build on top of a bad foundation. So as we stack our services and help people build businesses, AI is going to be one of the crucial factors of that. Uh, imagine you don't have to call anymore. Cold calling will be dead. You can have your AI um, call for you on a fraction of the cost of what a telemarketer used to cost, right? So it's changing the business landscape in a huge way. So um, yeah, I'm happy to talk to anyone who, who wants a great CRM and to add all these tools. Um, you'll be the first on the wait list when we roll this out. If you're interested. And so Eli, do you think that the um do you think that the landscape of of business and even the way we communicate with one another is going to change? Because um one big thing I've noticed is that uh there's a lot of right now robocalls, right? There's a lot of scam calls, a lot of people trying to send you you know, phishing links just through text messages. And so all of that is only gonna progress even further and further with with the start of AI coming in now, do yeah. you think that there's going to be some sort of transition? And I don't know what it'll be. Maybe it won't be email. Maybe it won't be text. Maybe it won't be phone call. Uh, who knows? Or maybe there'll be new systems that are going to be able to, you know, perfect an opportunity to, you know, uh, filter, filter all of the, the robocalls that are coming in or, or any bad text. So do you think that it's going to really change the landscape or, or, or do you have any ideas or uh, foresight on what's going to be coming? Yeah, it's, it's interesting just to see, right? Um, as new features come out, there's good and bad to it. So we have to kind of scale back. We saw this with um, text messages, right? People are blasting these random spammy text messages. And now as of last summer, um, we had uh, A2P, right um so they're implementing this identity verification brand and campaign verifications they need to know what you're sending it to who and why to, to just approve you to send these business text messages so see they're cracking down on this email is very much the same um email servers are cracking down on deliverability right um social media platforms like uh, linkedin or even x i heard they are cracking down on identity so they need to make sure that there's only one account for one person so they actually start to ask you for your id that you only have one account um, so a lot of these bots hopefully will go away, you know, but AI can probably, you know, get around that as well. So I'm not, I'm not an expert of course, in this field. Um, but yeah, new features will come out. It'll be good and bad. We'll try to solve the bad as, as more comes out. Right. It's just inevitable. The, the cycle. <laughs> Definitely. And so, 
Eli, why would, uh, why would clients want to work with you? I know that's kind of a loaded question. Everyone of course wants to work with you, but, um, uh, why, uh, why do you think that clients really enjoy working with you and they have in the past? You know, it, it's the no BS direct approach, right? We are here to provide a specific service. Uh, if, if I can't solve your problem, I'm not going to pretend I will, right? We, we build something that really helps people in the industry, but it's not for everybody either, right? Um, we're not going to begin to build custom things. We are who we are and we help people, right? Um, our software is pretty customized and we'll help support you uh, on your journey of sort of customizing it to your liking. But what we have is pretty amazing. Most of our clients would agree. Um, and so it just takes a quick demo call to really see through all the features and how we can help. And then once you're onboarded, set up, and your marketing efforts are, I don't know, five to 10 times what they used to be, you feel like your reach is now a lot more than what your grasp was, right? So that's so exciting. And a true visionary small business owner that wants to grow, they can see where they can be and they can see how the system can get them there. So, um, you know, it's, it's like seeing three cars. They all take you to three different destinations, right? Um, which one would you get in? Well, it depends on where they're going, right? So I will show you where my car will take you and you can decide if we want to work together. And it's as simple as that. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Eli, are there any other projects you're currently working on right now? Yes, thank you for asking. Oh my God. Always working on new projects. So um, we have rolled out the life insurance um, SaaS CRM. We've rolled out the real estate one. We're now perfecting our mortgage CRM. It's going to be incredible with even more tools. And then by Q1 or Q2 of 2024, we're going to attach the first AI. Um, and it's going to be a telemarketing outreach specifically for cold calls to follow up with incoming leads or, or outgoing calls. So, um, you know, we're building that. It's so exciting. The, the capabilities of the system, um, it can fool almost any human to believe that it's a human. And, and the scripts and everything, you don't have to train. The AI knows exactly how, you know, to speak the words instead of a human where there's an element of maybe messing up, right? The, the AI gets past that. So you really have to change the code rather than trying the human and their mindset, right? So it's a different approach to it. But again, it all comes down to what it does for the consumer. And so if you're a small business owner that wants to grow, I can't wait to show you what we have for you. Perfect. Eli, have you ever had a mentor? Obviously, you've gone a long way. Are there mentors in your life that you could attribute some of the success to? Yes, more, more than one. In fact, anytime I want to get to the next level, right, there's always growth, discomfort, there's that plateau that we can't get through. That's where I, I rely on a mentor. So I remember in COVID, I was struggling with advertising, the, you know, with the shutdowns and everything, I wasn't getting great ad results. And um, I hired a Facebook coach, just paid him a flat fee to teach me Facebook ads. Okay, I started doing it for myself. Saved money along the way, got better leads, got better as I went on, right? It's all about putting your 10,000 hours in, becoming that expert. Well, now, five years later, I, I ran ads for myself, for other people, and now I'm packaging it to, to help even more. Um, so it just kind of starts there and evolves. Um, yeah, I hope that answers the question. I forgot what it was now. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, so, Eli, how do you define success as a as a person? Is it, you know, monetary? Is it family? What is, what does success look like to you? Now you're hitting me with a real hard one. It's not talking about business was easier. <laughs> <laughs> Man, success is doing what you want to do whenever you want to do it with who you want to do it with. That is just not being bound by any restrictions or anything like that. That's honestly it. Money, everything else is, doesn't matter when you're just truly happy doing what your purpose is. You know, so um, 
yeah is that deeper than, than you were expecting no, that's, that was perfect i love it i love it eli and um something i ask everyone who comes on this podcast is what is your why why do you do what you do and it might be partially you know the same thing as success to you but um what is what is the reason behind everything that you do Absolutely. You know, we all, we all want success in our own ways, right? Um, providing for our families, happiness, whatever it is. And I realized that you can't truly be successful unless you've provided value to others, right? So if I'm out there helping others, helping others, that that is going to come back to me, right? So if I want to be truly successful and and make it, right, whatever that end destination is, I need to have helped 100, 1,000, 10,000 people along the way, right? So it's like that that book, Go Giver, right? The more you give, the more you receive. So so this is it. Let's get on the mission to help at least a thousand small business owners. I, I think success will find me along that journey. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Eli, uh, as we start to wrap up here, what is the best way or ways for people to reach out to you if they're interested in either booking a demo call, if they're interested in just learning a little bit more about what you do, uh, or just calling and chatting with you, learning some more about uh, potentially uh, getting a CRM system for themselves. Absolutely. Find me on all social media, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Eli Bader, just straight up. Um, uh, phone number, you feel free to text me. I'll give this out on this uh, podcast, 669-333-6846. Text me, call me. We'll get on a Zoom call. We'll chat. Even if you have basic questions about your business and you don't want to get into the whole CRM conversations, we can do that as well. Um, yeah. I hope to chat with everyone. And uh, yeah. Hope to be another podcast of yours soon. Perfect. Well, Eli, thanks so much. I really appreciate you coming on, sharing everything with us. And uh, for those of you listening, thanks so much for listening into this episode of Tax Strategy Digest. All right. Thanks so much.